You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. <laughs> wow, that's that's quick, impressive. Quick, quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. Jizz. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you're killing me. <laughs> My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The fight you get better. Well, I don't know what's serious. worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The boys are back. We are in the studio. Los Cuatro Chinetes are here in the house. Uh, looking forward to this one. It's going to be an interesting, and it's unfortunately going to hit a little too close to home for what we do here on the Espirited Debate podcast. But we're going to dive in head first. It may be a shallow pool. We may get injured. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? Let's find out. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? Move, move, move on the ball. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch what either of you said, actually. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I did that for Haas. Okay. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Mac, you're being quiet. Mir es geht sehr wunderbar, danke. Hey, Mac, look up for me. Oh, <laughs> there it is. I was about to say, right here are you camera, usually bro. used to seeing that part of his head? <laughs> no, he'd have to look down. Oh, hey. There you is go. That now, yes, now at least I feel like you're engaged. No, we can still see you. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said it's bad enough we got to hear you and see you i know uh, right look no, what i signed up for yeah no, i'm happy everybody's here uh it, it's been a long week as you guys know i've been busy working on remodeling the house so you know it's nice just to be able to step away take a break hang out with you guys so here we are uh let's go ahead and jump into it drinks drinks who wants to go first raise your hand i am drinking bib and tucker six year there you bib. go clean it easy see ya on one ice cube one ice cube Okay. We I'm should, keeping it should, simple right now. Yeah, hey, there's nothing it. fucking wrong with it. We, we should have done it. Should have done it. Oh, well, <laughs> fucking happens. What, the one uh, drink? Yeah, the, the one, the one <laughs> ingredient on a cube. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm drinking Eagle Rare on a cube. Are you? <laughs> See, we should have fucking done it. We would have been, we would have been uh, organized and we wouldn't have even known it. I'm drinking Buffalo Trace on a cube. Ah, oh. oh, see, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, this morning you said you like I got a good drink, so I didn't want to fuck it up for you. <laughs> All right, I'm drinking an añejo old fashioned. Oh, so, thank you. sounds good. An añejo uh, tequila with uh, some agave nectar. Um, I'm using spice cherry Woodford Reserve bitters. Nice. And I don't have any cherries, so that's why it's not garnished. It also yeah. calls for like. A little bit of an orange peel, but orange peel, right? You need to get the oil. All right. Yeah. So this is an añejo, old fashioned. Yes. Bib and Tucker, Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace. Grinch, you're the odd man out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, in in my defense, the reason I went with one ingredient on a cube is because I was busy tiling right up until the fucking show. So I'm like, need something, need something, need something. That's fair. Yeah. So, all right, gentlemen. There's photographic evidence of this as well. There is, yeah. and that's. That I wanted to make sure. It's looking good too, I'm by the way, bro. Oh, it really right. is looking good. Yeah. Yeah, I just I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, I've got everything tiled now. I got to go back after it dries, probably tomorrow afternoon, and grout, and then hopefully it'll be done there. I got a few extra pieces I have to cut, so you'll see gaps in the picture because yeah, those tiles have to be cut. Outlets. Yeah. How's the uh, how's that little uh, tile slicing thing? I've I've never used one of those before. The tile how's cutter that working out. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Unless you have to cut something very small. If it's it's not, you know, small cuts, works like a champ. I'm able to yeah. just breeze through it. But so proud of this this 
manly conversation right. going on right now. Right. 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 Nick Offerman would be so proud. That's it. Well, you know what? You know what? So that cheers, gentlemen. If only we were talking about plain Salud. wood. Cheers. Right. <laughs> and I have not eaten today, so oh, that should be fun. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> All right, Grinch. You know, in terms of this particular topic, like you early in the week, you put out some stuff and then I put out some stuff and we kind of went back and forth. But I'm going to let you kind of tease out what the episode is before we jump into it so that everybody's aware of what we're talking about, brother. So go ahead. Sure. Uh, so there are two court cases that went before the Supreme Court. I believe they both did, Haas. I don't know. I don't mean to put you on the spot either, but um, Gonzalez versus Google and Twitter versus Tom Ney. Um, and it and it and the reason it's uh, it's it's so interesting is the Gonzalez. Um, uh, let me see if I get this right. So Gonzalez family brought the case based on losing a family member to uh, attack in Paris um, <clears throat> in which uh, I think their son was killed. Daughter. And, it was a daughter. Okay. Yeah. Apologies. I want to say she was like 23 years old and she was studying abroad. Yeah. And the Twitter versus Tom Nay, T-A-A-M-N-E-H, in case I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, um, concerns, I believe the incident was in Turkey. In Istanbul. Istanbul, but it was another American citizen. And so what both these families are saying, and this is kind of coming at social media broadly, is that the targeted ad algorithm slash find like-minded groups is what helped ISIS in, in those, you know, locate support them, locate right. one another and eventually coalesce to where they could plan events and that led to their family members death. Now these two cases are targeted towards section two thirty of the communications decency act, which was created in 1996 it's a law that arguably supports the economic models of social media and other interactive websites hosting third-party content. Um, some have referred to it as the Magna Carta of internet law um, because it set the conditions to try to allow for this new thing known as the internet to really just catch fire and, and, and take off. Um, where this comes into play is that that act protected companies from third-party content. So if I'm an ISIS person paying to be on a U YouTube. Well, the way you stated that, it protected them from third-party. It, it protected them from the liability, liability. surrounding third-party yes. content. Yes. Right. <clears throat> and yeah, it exe uh, exempts websites from legal liability when harm is caused by that content. Right. Um, now, Section 2333 of the Anti-Terrorism Act, as amended... <laughs> allows U.S. nationals injured by an act of international terrorism perpetrated by a designated foreign terrorist organization to sue those who sponsor the attacks. So that's kind of where we are. These two, case, these two cases went before the Supreme Court, and it's probably the most potential, has the most potential to impact the Internet, unlike any case that's ever come before. Um, and with that, I'll see you, you know, Haas, what we're if you talking got anything about. to add. Gotcha. Uh, let me jump in real quick just to kind of 
sum up some of what you said. So uh, Section 230 of the Decency Act, the, the 26 words that are in Section 230 are the are kind of the basis for what we're talking about. And it says, and I quote, no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as a publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. Sum up, basically what that means is Dude. any platform that host third-party content can't be held responsible for what comes of that third-party content. So YouTube can't be held responsible for any content created by, by posters of videos. You know, it's why Spotify isn't held responsible for Joe Rogan's podcast, even though they host it. I mean, it's, it, those are the types of things we're talking about. And based on these two cases, they do want to now hold uh, platforms responsible and and if this goes through, depending on how it's ruled on, now those companies will be responsible for that third party content potentially. And so now yeah. you will see you will see a lot of filtering of that content because right. why would I? Yeah, you know, why would I take the risk of getting sued? You know, well, so you, and, you've and now created exactly you know, and, and I'm drawing a blank for the word I'm looking for. Somebody much smarter than me will fill it in in a second. But well, there's three other things to call. <laughs> And they're all smarter than me. So uh, you're, you're creating a filter, basically, where, where they're going to just say, you know, we're only going to show you what we want to show you and what we feel comfortable showing you. So it's almost a form of censorship. You're forcing them to censor things now. I, yeah, I, mean, they, I didn't say yeah, this. No. I didn't say this in the brief, uh, you know, intro there. But the, the key to it all is the way these platforms have built their advertising platforms because that's what's tied to all of this and that's right. what generates a tremendous amount of their revenue and so the concern is if that falls apart these platforms are not going to be able to sustain in their current form well they wouldn't right there's no incentive for them to do so right, right. so so we here's what we're faced with in my opinion is somebody needs to be liable right like somebody needs to take the onus and have to be responsible for uh filtering out the bullshit that shouldn't be out there to begin with. And a lot of people on the far right and the conservatives are arguing, well, they seem to have no problem doing this when it comes to political stances and political views, right? So why can't they do it for, you know, things that are dangerous and harmful and, 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 and you know, cantankerous in other ways? The problem is, is that if the Supreme Court rules that Section 230 is no longer valid or is not up to date or accurate and then deems it appropriate for, you know, the, the, these companies like Google and Twitter and whoever meta to be responsible. They're just going to shut everything down, right? They're, they're going to have to shut like legit turn on, turn it all off. Right. Because how do you leave the lights on and open yourself up to all this liability that you you wouldn't even physically be able to go through and defend. Like, I mean, these well, companies would be bankrupt almost overnight. But I, and I think that's the question right there, right? And I think Grinch started to kind of touch on it a little bit earlier, right? What What's the pivot here, right? Because they, they have to have some sort of funding to to keep themselves afloat, right? And so right now they're, they're running algorithms to sell ad and, and link people together. If you turn that off, and, and I don't know the answer to this, right? What what I feel like there is. What's the next alternative to to you know Google funding itself if it's not you know some sort of you know algorithm based advertising? Well, what's do they, do they start chart right? You know, right now your Gmail is free. Do they charge do you, do, for that? Do you start saying, okay, well, guess what? You know, now it's twenty bucks a month for Gmail, well, or your Facebook account is now fifty bucks a month or whatever. Well, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah, what's interesting is because of these 26 words in 1996, all of your providers, your you know, the publishers who house these things, I mean, they built a business model based on specific criteria that they were never going to be held responsible. Right. If that changes, like everybody here is now saying, they're going to be forced to change their business model because what's currently in place will no longer be sustainable because they are opening themselves up to liability they didn't have to worry about before. Well, not just it's that. How can they continue business if this landscape changes in such a drastic manner or fashion? How can they continue business without proper guidance from the U.S. government? Right, like the, the, the Section Two Thirty is going to have to be revamped, or something else is going to have to be is going to be amended, or you know, or, or they're just going to come out with new new regulation for it, right? Because right. how do how do they as a business how do they go forward? First of all, those are some incredibly sexy legs. Uh, <laughs> second of all, um, I. I you lost him. The legs threw him. I so did. God it. damn it. And I had like a so, really, really good uh, so I'm curious to bring about, on. So mull yeah, over. I, I'll come back to it. I'm curious. I just have one question. Hosh, you may not know the answer to this. I know your, your years in the legal field. How, how far in advance? Like this is landing before the Supreme Court, let's say tomorrow. How far in advance do are, are these companies aware that this lawsuit is even in existence? Oh, oh yeah, they know. This isn't wasn't like yesterday. Years they and said, years, no, okay. no, no. We're so talking, they could be adjusting I believe their one model. Of those, one of those lawsuits was filed in 2015 or 16. The other one was like in 17 or 19. Like it's very rare that the Supreme Court hears a case that is less than seven to eight years old. So, so the companies are be, have been aware that this is on the docket somewhere yeah, yeah. through a federal sure, system. Sure. So they could be putting in place safeguards to adjust their model based on whatever ruling. Well, they could if they're motivated. But there's so. money and time and effort to do that. And they're it's, just hoping it'll get ruled the way they want. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's and, why they have lobbyists. And right. it's. And it's worth, I mean, I, I kind of think of this as like we've talked about with the death sentence, like I'm broadly against it, but if it involved me personally, I would understand and want the you know person dead. Um, <clears throat> so just to, I, to give them, uh, to give the families that are involved with this, the, their, their just due. So Gonzalez, um, uh, I think Haas, you said this, um, do, 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 I just had it in front of me. What happened? Uh, da, 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 da. It was Haas's legs that threw you off too. Yeah, I scrolled. Okay, the case was brought by family members of Nohimi Gonzalez, a 23-year-old U.S. citizen killed in December of 2015 at an ISIS, ISIS shooting at Paris's Labelle, I'm sure I'm not going to say this right, Equipe Bistro. And they say Google's YouTube service knowingly permitted and recommended via algorithms inflammatory ISIS-created videos that allegedly played a key role in recruiting Gonzalez's attackers. In the in the Twitter case, so <clears throat> the case was brought by. Hold on, sorry, I'll just give you the tease of both cases real quick. Was brought by relatives of of Nawras N A W R A S Alasaf, a Jordanian man killed in the 2017 ISIS attack in Turkey, who alleged the social media site served as ISIS's quote vehicle of choice in spreading propaganda. Okay. So we have a theme, right? Mac, There's clearly a say? theme. I, I forgot my question. No. Mm. Um, so so they're not actually suing Google for, you know, direct the, the direct attack. They're saying that, you know, Google allowed these people at ISIS to come together. They gave them the easier. Which, yep. Right. Because of the way their platform uh, operates. I don't know. That just seems like a slippery slope. 
So let me uh, ask a let me to ask start a, going down. Yeah, I'm going to ask a fundamental question of the group at the stake at this the, at the heart of this right is the fa- and the foundation of big tech. Should, well, should companies like a Google, like a Twitter, like a Meta, or Spotify, whatever, should those companies be legally responsible for any content their users post? I'm just asking the room. I'm curious. Well, here's the, what they do. Is they, uh, I'm going to say sure. you have to be because if you look at Napster, they held Napster. Yeah, if they held them responsible, and and again, Craigslist was was responsible, but they they changed and you know and they evolved. And I, where else are you going to get your wet work done if you don't go to Craigslist, (laughs) right? A man speaking from experience. Uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm going to answer your question, but I'm just going to say this first. On Wednesday, in the Twitter case, the plaintiffs said that they should be permitted to hold the social media company as well as sites like Google's YouTube and Meta's Facebook legally responsible for, quote, knowingly, unquote, providing substantial assistance to ISIS by hosting the terrorist terrorist regime's content through, quote, willful blindness, unquote. Well, and there's the problem, right? Knowingly and willful. Well, and so my, so where I stand on this is the law doesn't currently it isn't written in such a way as to say that they would be responsible. So there was no, there wasn't anything that had happened to generate that change. And so it probably was a blind spot. I don't know that any of us realize the extent of the evil of ISIS when it first, I mean, let, let's, let's not forget they were referred to as the JV league, you know, when they first got spun up, when Obama well, and, was still and, the presidency. And, and I think they've, they've made for lack of a better term, they really have made great use of the internet yes. in, in recruiting, right? They I mean, were, I think that's kind of the fundamental uh, point they're trying to make in some of these cases. Yeah, I mean, it was it was slick. It was well-produced. It was absolutely fucking gruesome. I mean, you had beheadings online, you know, of an actual human being. But, but let me and, ask you this, though. People were clicking on that and watching it, right? Yes. So, I mean... They, they, you know, there's a reason. It's it. I don't want to call it clickbait because that's that's really not the proper term for it. But you know, why wouldn't you know Google put it out there? So if if I know you know millions of people are going to click on this, right or wrong, and we I think we all know it's wrong. You know, it's going to drive more more viewers to our site. Well, and I think that's. I mean, that's the argument the family is making. Right? Is you didn't care what it was. You just saw it was getting hits. Right. It wasn't until we really started digging into what was happening that you were like, Oh shit. Like we're hosting. I mean, it could be child pornography. It could be all kinds of crazy shit that based on the name, if they don't know that they need to look for it, they just did it. It was just a machine that was running and an algorithm that noted what you picked up on and and guided you there. But, but chat GPT is not going to be a problem at all. (laughs) So, uh, so, so. So I guess my point is I, I think it's an after the fact case yes it's and it's, if it's I'm kind Google of a and going so forth, forward right gonna, i'm like know, the the law didn't say that we were liable as it's written yeah i don't think you can retro i mean obviously you can do anything you want but i think to your point you can't retroactively say okay we're going to go back now and hold these companies accountable oh, no. for this yeah what's but the term going well 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 but i'm saying I'm, I'm not I'm, because I didn't the law say does say but, platforms to remove content considered obscene or objectionable and this we could all but agree what's is considered 
Well, well a beheading is obscene and or objectionable. According to and the, the point is, is they should have known better and their algorithm should have been better and they should have adjusted accordingly faster than what they did. Okay, but again, so, so now they're playing day- they're playing censors and they're playing God over all the content, which they're already is doing that bro. kind they of counterproductive be. of what the internet is for. Okay, but again, back to my question from day dot from today, should they be held accountable? Uh, let's assume this ruling comes down. All three of you are sitting on the Supreme Court and you got a rule. Should they be held responsible? I, wow. I will be honest and say I, I, I'd like to balance. You've got to balance the impact. I, I was looking for this quote. So and, Justice Alito said, I'll read this intro because I think it's well written. Samuel Alito of the Supreme Court asked this week what may be to millions of the average Internet users the most relatable question to come out of a pair of high stakes oral arguments. Quote, would Google collapse and the Internet be destroyed? Alito asked a Google attorney on Tuesday, quote, if YouTube and therefore Google were potentially liable for the content its users posted. Unquote. And I mean, and that's what it kind of comes down to is I think they are significantly concerned about undoing Section 230. Just wholesale and saying, yeah, you're yeah. liable for it all. Well, I think that's because... The answer, hold, on. Right? hold on, Well, Huss, go ahead. I, hold on, Haas. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Hold on, Mac. Mac. Haas, go, go. Haas. I know I'm concerned, ha- or Mac, because you're going to forget, but Haas, please. I don't know what I was going to say. I'm just kidding. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, here's the problem. The problem is, is that you can't wholesale do anything, right? Like going f- far left or far right is not going to solve you know, thing. It's just going to make the situation worse one way or the other. W- what you have to do is you have to find a way to either build upon what's already there or roll it back and rescale up more accurately to the current times. And how exactly you do that, I'm not sure. But here's what I do think. I think at some point in time, these companies have to have a dog in the fight. They have to be interested in the impact that this information, what what the information is, and how it disseminates out throughout the interwebs. Because if they don't, then there's no incentive for them to so, give a fuck. So let, let let me let me play devil's advocate here for for a minute. Because we live in a very litigious society, everybody wants to sue everybody for everything. So I've gotten really big into uh, watching, well, smoked meat videos. I had to kind of preface that i didn't want to just say meat videos with this group um smoke <laughs> smoke me didn't save you <laughs> i about to say bro that's that's not getting you any points either anyway I mean. well on youtube and so you know okay so i watched this video and this guy you know recommends this brill this uh uh grill brush i go out and buy it i use it a bristle comes off gets lodged in my throat can i now hold youtube liable should no. i be able to hold youtube liable I think no, but because of what this is saying, I clearly could. Yeah, but those those are extreme. But, and I get yeah, but that's point. the problem, your though. Is that's the is world we live in, yeah, where people will go to the extreme. So we'll use the figure, extreme. Case. What you said, you can't make wholesale changes because everybody's going to take advantage of them. Well, I will tell you one one thing that I was reading earlier this week that potentially comes out of this is one of the things Mac you've mentioned. I think we've all mentioned the word algorithm. Smoked meat algorithm that's two words smoke meets two words um is you know grinch i'll use grinch as an example he loves to go on youtube and he loves to look up music videos or concert footage or whatever right 
He does that three, four, five times. And suddenly when he goes to YouTube, his top five or eight are all concert videos because the algorithm is doing that. One of the things that potentially comes out of this is that goes away. And what they're saying is the algorithm won't be used and you won't start receiving like-minded videos in your feed. You're going to have to physically go out. I don't know that I like that though. Maybe you go do some due diligence so it saves someone's life. So you get rid of some convenience. You know what? It's, It's the same thing of, us basically having to get butt ass naked and walk bare through through TSA, so that like some of us like guns, that, so. guns and weapons don't make it on the planes. Which, by the way, that's I saw a that article. sidebar. Yeah, we need to be talking about that at some point, right? Getting um, naked and, in TSA. That's an yeah, that's right. a thing. Well, that too. You know, all the guns that are being confiscated. But my, my point is, this is the same thing. We're giving up an inconvenience for safety, for the betterment and the and the and the good of other people we well, don't I, even I, know. But but I let me let you me, meant so, was so, giving you meant giving up convenience, not inconvenience. You're you're giving oh, up yeah, the convenience yeah, yeah. of that exactly. algorithm, right? Which is going to exactly. put what you what it thinks you want to see in front of you, and of course. But, but, we we've got we you know okay so we go look at say school shootings you know they go and put all these metal detectors at all these schools what what, what do we still have oh but school shootings pro- so okay. I, I, you know no you'd have school uh, shovelings maybe but you wouldn't no have my point shootings. being you still have school shootings even at these schools that have metal detectors yeah but uh, one is treating symptoms the other is treating the cause right, right? Uh, all, so there's two different situations right I mean. We're talking about fundamentally changing a law that will dictate how things are disseminated from an information standpoint so that we can get rid of some of these obscene and objectionable things and, and break up ties, communication ties from networks of, of criminal organizations, right? That from a mass global, <coughs> but, but, literal okay, global. But here's here's way, the here's right? the where do you draw the line? Well, I mean, I, clearly, it, clearly, right? It's we all agree here, right, that that is obscene, obnoxious, shouldn't be on there. But yeah, you know, that's, now you've got other people that could say, well, but I find this obscene, even though Haas finds it, you know, just a regular well, Friday and, night. And, right. And that's so I think you hope highly educated nine people <laughs> help draw that line, because to your point, there's the OK, there was a kill, you know, a, a mass casualty event. And then there's fucking I didn't like what was written in a Yelp review, which right. is potentially what's it's all the way down to that level. So we talk about frivolous lawsuits. Yeah, I mean it's Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. I didn't agree with the research that was done here. You know, it's which is shit because then how do you you have you know what you have section. to go through from a metadata standpoint to get back to find out what's edited on a Wikipedia page? Yeah, it's just Jesus, it, it just can't happen. I mean, it just can't happen. There's oh. but there's we the, let's about learn it. a lesson and and maybe draw some new lines and protections, but you can't wholesale throughout two thirty. I was gonna say you have to no. you have to be very specific. In what you're going to say, you know, you can't just say you're going to be held liable for all your content. Yeah, this needs. I, a I think it has to be not a not a chainsaw. Yeah, right. it has to be. You're going to be <laughs> held liable for this content and this content and this content. Be very well, strategic in what you're going to hold them liable for. And and again, like everything else we said, right? You know, that needs to be a living, breathing document that needs to you know be addressed mm. again. Well, you know, right. in ten right. years when all of this, because again. In ninety, what was it, nineteen ninety six? I think Six. somebody said when this was yeah. written, yeah. nobody had any clue this is what the internet was going to look like today, right? It took you eight hours to download a song at that point, right? And yeah. now we have streaming services, right? And you know, people connecting all over the world. So it, just like with the Constitution, we've talked about, it, right? It needs to be a living, breathing, ever changing document. And when you're talking about technology, 
it's going to have to be updated quickly on the fly because that changes every almost every week. Well, here's my concern with this situation. And again, like if the algorithm's repealed and doesn't exist and you have to go and search things, that's fine. I mean, we've talked about this before on this show many times. Like if you're getting a news source from one outlet and it's showing up in your feed continually, right? You're you're kind of pigeon your holding pigeonholing yourself into just one thing. You're not seeing the broader picture, that type of thing. Is much like in 96 when they wrote this law, not understanding what the ramifications might be almost 30 years later, if the Supreme Court makes that ruling, and I, you know, this is one of those things that, you know, Jason Hauk has mentioned, we're never going to know the impact until we get some distance from it. So once this ruling comes down, we don't know how the internet may change depending on how they rule, what ramifications may come from whatever decision they make, left or right. So I don't know how you accurately even prepare for that because well, you don't know how it's going to shift. And that's why I say, I mean, it, it's it would just be seismic. And and I'll use a benign example that benign, is in this article. Let's say it. you're searching for a job. Can't use an algorithm. It's like, here's a job. Well, no, I need it to be geographically oriented. No, that's what the algorithm is. Oh, oh, so you're yeah. saying if they remove that algorithm aspect. Right. Right. I just yes, find it's going to cause you to do so have to do a little it's more in, work. It's or, or just, in, you know, the South American jungle, but it's a job. That's all you asked for was a job. Well, come right. on. Doing now this, now but, you're going to the opposite extreme. I, no, I don't know. But that's but the you point. can draw it. You can stop telling the algorithm to learn. Because we don't keep in mind, we've never seen the coding for the algorithm. Yeah, it's only it's, in the European supposedly it's Union. Supposedly, very complicated. Yeah, it's only like European Union that they're pushing to see that code. So these yeah. other companies keep that closely guarded. You know, Microsoft said in its brief, it would be if if you were on LinkedIn, we couldn't even tell you by region, by job type, and so forth. We would have to dumb down the algorithm so much that you're overly scripting. Like, I want a job that is located right here. It well, that's right. good. That's you, what you have GPT for now. Or Craigslist was example <laughs> of. We would just give you an undifferentiated, this is their quote, an undifferentiated morass of information. You it would, would be you of would no value to you. To, to the point you were going to, you would basically be the person writing that code now for your algorithm. Right. Because you would have to put in so many, you know, cri- so much criteria to really get what you want. Yeah. You just wander and, into that thing that's called the internet and it no longer has so some guardrails that you don't even realize are there to help you navigate it. So I hear oh, what I'm 1994, hearing is 1994, 1995 again. What's up? Grinch, Grinch is going to be frustrated if they do remove the algorithm. If if he's got to then hunt for concert footage, he's going to be a little pissed off. He's like, now I got to eat up time doing this. I like having it in my feed. So you yeah. clearly like that aspect. Or the with convenience a couple of, of tweaks, I get to what I'm looking for, you know, it, it, because like you said, Haas, it's all, it was all about being more convenient. And yes, are they collecting data? Are they learning more about you? Yes. We all know it's happening. So we need to ignore that other baggage and focus on what this case was about, which is, did it enable like-minded terrorists to commit an act? And is Google, Twitter, well, et cetera, how do you ever but, 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 but responsible for that? Well, here's the bottom line though. Internet or not, they're going to get together. You, you know, it, 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 it a lock on your door keeps the honest people out, right? <laughs> you know, a criminal is going to get in one way or the other. And see, this right? is so, where I, I, you know, somewhat delve into your world there, Haas, of like, if I'm a lawyer, that's what I'm arguing. It's like chain of liability and responsibility. Like, could you prove that this is the only way that could have happened? 
Well, I mean, that's, I mean, ca causal liability. I mean, that's a big freaking thing, right? Like, I mean, it, it, when you think about liability, we're, we're taught that think of links in a chain. And if this is where the lie, if this is where the, the chain broke, is the, the closer link you are to that breaking point makes you more liable. But there's also something. a thing called and, unintended consequences. Yeah, but here's that you okay, can't so account for. Here's the thing. What, what I believe is, is that I believe these companies aren't on the face. They're not liable. But are they doing enough to mitigate these things from happening, which they do have a duty and a responsibility to do? My guess is, is probably not. They've probably gotten pretty lazy about it. Um, and they're probably doing um, like what a lot of insurance companies do, where they're hedging their bets and they're saying, well, you know what? We're going to let this train keep rolling down the tracks. And we don't care what it, what damage is creating until until something big enough. And as Grinch has talked about this in the past, until there's something big enough to force us to make a change, a, a pain threshold is met. We're fine. This train can just keep barreling down the tracks. We'll keep raking in the cash. We don't give a fuck. Is this I'm going to go off on a, on a side bar here, though. But why why are they the ones responsible for for monitoring all of this? Stuff? They are hosting. Why they are the host of this so, platform? Well, okay. I, if you go, if you go I host to, a party, does that mean I? I well, let me ask you this: one hundred percent. You go to a concert. If you go to a concert and there's an incident in that concert and you're injured, do you not then turn around and sue the person who hosted that concert? Uh, I was well, about to, to say. Me, I was that, about to say we. Grinch hosted a party in his basement in 1994. It's a phenomenal blowout. But if somebody got hurt, Grinch would be responsible because it's on his property. Well, or technically his mother would have been responsible. So here's, th that's here's my uh, question. I asked back though, is Google responsible for that attack or are the fucking people who carried out the attack responsible? The people and, who carried it out. Be, one of the either or. Well, that's why one of the lawyers is asking if push came to shove in any incident that happens from here on, are you suing the per person that perpetrated it or Google because you know it has deep pockets? You're, you're suing you're going both after fucking Google. Because, well, you're going after both because you're you want to hit, you know, you want to throw as much against the wall and see how much money you can get back because we're greedy motherfuckers. Well, no offense, but Google is located in California and that terrorist is located in a cave in fucking it's a little, it's a the little Middle East. Google, you're it's thinking? a little easier to find Google and hold them accountable. Uh, we f we found Hussein, right? So you know, well, we should be able yeah, to find that terrorist. Effort finding Google would have been a lot easier. Let me let me throw this out at you too, and this is from 2017 when we're when we're asking a company to do something. Um, 300 hours or 525,600 minutes of video uploaded per minute. Multiply that by 60. And you get 3,153,600 minutes of video uploaded per hour. Multiply that by 24 and you get 75,686,400 minutes of video uploaded per day. To, Multiply to that by 365. YouTube. Right. And you see it becomes the numbers an astronomical number. that we're but telling you them they just have say. to screen. Well, but you can't say just because people are uploading too much, I'm not going to be responsible because people are uploading too much and it would be too much work. No, but if, if but I'm what, YouTube I mean, and you're uploading. What would that look like? Yeah, but if oh, you're I, uploading. That's not well, my problem. On, that's bro, YouTube's problem. These companies problem. have so much ridiculous money and so oh, many on, smart, on, talented people. They can figure out ways. Mm. See, the, the, but, to but me, they're all hemorrhaging employees right this now. Is just, this like, is just no defense tomorrow. attorneys throwing a bunch of big fucking numbers at the court going, oh, the sky is falling. You know, we have so much data. How could we ever deal with it? Well, you know what? Figure it the fuck out. That's your J-O-B, dude. 
Well, what would you look uh, well, here, for if it had never happened before? Hold on, hold on. Here's the issue, though. And and this is, I think, what these companies are looking at is you're talking, let's say, a billion minutes worth of content uploaded a year. I mean, that's just astronomical in terms of time. So th I think that's why they're saying, well, we'll just remove the algorithm that puts like-minded shit in your feed. Well, as opposed to having, as opposed to having fellas. to but, staff but up, it's fellas. still there, so you can a find AI it. So what have you here. really accomplished? AI is here. I use it all the time. I don't. I don't okay? use it at there's, all. There's, ever. There's, Fuck there's stuff. There's stuff out here, you know, with these review platforms. There's ways that they can they can call through that data, and they can do it faster and, and cheaper than they've ever been able to do it before. So it's just bullshit argument that they're making. Well, they don't want to change the model. But so. When they go automated, and I'll use an example of Dan Cummings, who does Time Suck, because I, I don't know where it stands now. I haven't been keeping up with it. But he had a group on Facebook that got banned. And he used to say it's, you know, Tom, the real boy, every time he tried to inquire as to why he got banned. He never got a human being to ever explain it, and they had to totally recreate the group. He still doesn't know what was supposedly offensive. It just went away. So to me, that's what happens. And maybe that's the safer play if you're a Facebook is you're like, I just don't care. We're going to get a thousand questions of why this went down. It's the safer play. It'll protect us from liability. Well, but I mean, I guess to some extent, do, is Facebook responsible for saying why they don't post something? Well, this, I don't know. This was in response to the perceived they're sending you. You remember we talked about this. They're sending you bullshit that pisses you off because it right. gets you engaged. And then there's all this garbage and hate online, like racism and so forth. So so they create tag words and things like that that just catch it and it just boots it because that's a safer play. I mean, that's that's really what the answer becomes instead of because humans can't do this. They simply cannot. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. And and new shit comes out all the time that you're like, what? Like, you're constantly weirdo shit. I mean, I remember the video where there was like that weirdo um, what some creature Momo telling kids to go put shit in the oven and turn it on. Like you, how would I know until I stumbled on that? What do I put in Momo and oven? <laughs> you know, like there's just, <laughs> but, but again, I come back to why is it Google's responsibility to censor that as opposed to the society, <laughs> you know, Raising kids that are smart enough to figure it the fuck out. You talk again. You're talking about the difference. Between I know treating the, 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 the Disney World of the Sky, the right? And you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I think we absolutely need to be treating the cause of the problem, not just the symptoms. But right now, it's the symptoms that we have on display. Well, and the other issue is going to be in terms of that algorithm. Part of that is related to the SEO of the content and the tags for the content. So when you're uploading a video, you know, you're if you're applying tags to it, what this video is about, those are going to be the things that the the search engine's using to locate videos. So, you know, if Grinch is typing in concert footage live and Rammstein, like it's going to be looking for Rammstein concerts and live, you know, it's, live footage. It's almost like clicking on a link for something that ends up being a big black cock. Right. You know, <laughs> not that that's ever happened. But but, um, but what I'm saying is a, a you're lot welcome. of these. <laughs> no, no, we're really not. But but I'm just saying, if Mac, if you typed in "smoke meat" and you got a video of a big black dick, you're gonna be like, "Wait, what? What the fuck? Is he? Why did I get well, no, there?" What, what, oh, I mean, he may not. What you, I mean, that's what I would. What do you think that's I was searching, searching for? for yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I I think potentially how this ruling comes down is going to dictate some monumental things. 
much like what they did with Roe versus Wade, right? And and it's the interesting thing is states front loaded things in terms of legislation to prepare for Roe v. Wade. I haven't heard anything in terms of Google or Meta, these social media platforms, how they're preparing for this eventuality in terms of the ruling on this. But if they find a way to do away with Section 230 and they hold these platforms responsible, as we said at the outset, it is going to fundamentally change the way the Internet functions. Well, yeah, I think that I I don't think anybody here is going to argue that if this passes, it's going to change the Internet drastically. And and I think maybe to the point Grinch was trying to make earlier, nobody knows what that's going to look like. Is it going to be for the better or for the worse? Yeah, I mean, this is really interesting because, <clears throat> I mean, that the, those statistics I gave you are actually dated. It's over 500 minutes of content uploaded a minute now. But um, why is YouTube so popular and it's able to generate billions of views every day? To understand second, that you need to take a deeper look at its numbers. YouTube not only is not only available, but is also localized in over 100 countries. So it's oriented and guided and shaped by language and culture to know what to feed you based on where you are. Right, because I'm 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 assuming you guys there's location services depending on where you're searching. I don't know, like for Mac, I operate off an Apple. Everything is location services, right? Do you allow yes. or not allow your location to be dictated in terms of what you're searching for? It's one of those things where, you know, they may remove some of those conveniences because it will reduce their liability in terms of things showing up in front of people. Well, and you look at, I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at most of the apps now, I think, uh, with the latest version of iOS on Apple, they, they require you to allow the app to track your your data and your history. Um, so you have the ability to opt out from an app level as well. Uh, and I think a lot of that, um, you know, comes from the European union and a lot of their, uh, their approach with GDPR, their, their approach with, yeah, GDPR. So, you know, it's starting to spill over into other countries because it's just easier to go to the, you know, to the extreme and just, you know, code for everybody than it is have a bunch of different codes and apps. Right. Is reading intently. I so, did we fix the problem already? I think we did. I don't know okay. how, but maybe. just shut the internet down. What would happen if we did that? <laughs> I mean, I mean we just said, would, well, there, there's, there's we've, at we've, least we've all seen The Last of Us, right? There's I mean, no, that's pretty there's much what least, I think is going to happen. <laughs> there's at least a generation or two, maybe three, that would just lose their shit. They cannot function. They, they would yeah, not be yeah. able to function. They would lose. They could. They wouldn't be able to find their way to the grocery store. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, so honestly, I think Gen X. You be joke, the last but I actually, I actually have a nephew. I think so. I have a nephew that that's that drives, and he has to use a map app every time because he doesn't know where he's going. Well, well you know, I've uh, been to this location <laughs> hundreds of times from one place to the other. You can't get there without a map app. Nope. So, so well, I do use a map app, even going places I do know because of the ability to know like traffic, traffic conditions. Yes. Right. But I think to to the point you're trying to make, right. If I didn't have it, I could still get to where I needed to go. Yeah, right. It just I might be stuck in traffic. And it's funny like when 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 I was when I was going back to to learn the law, you know, they taught us how to research, do research online. But one of the things they taught you was how to go use the books at the library too. 
to, to, to conduct your research on case law. Because if something happens to the internet, you still need to be able to do it the old fashioned way. Right. You still have a job to but, do. Let me right. ask you a question. How out of date are those books now? They'll be, have they been kept no, up to date? The, the legal books, they, no, they, they still churn those out. People okay. still have physical copies, libraries, law libraries still maintain, regular libraries still maintain. No, they're, they're not messing around with that. They're, they're disaster recovery plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> that, that thing I was like staring at when we were quiet was, what if you hit like on something that becomes the basis of a loss lawsuit or you retweet it? Well, I don't think you can. You, if you if you actively engage in it, I think all bets are off at that point. Right. So so, so if you if you click on like and now I start getting additional feeds or videos based off of what I clicked on like for. You have to take some ownership now. Right, because you're not protected so, legally, right? The potential right. nightmare scenario was affirmed in Tuesday's oral argument when Justice Amy Coney Barrett asked Eric Schnapp Schnapper, an attorney going uh, up against Google, to explore the implications of his legal theory. Schnapper represented the family of, of Nohemi Gonzalez, an American student killed in 2015. The Gonzalez family is alleged that Google should be held liable. <clears throat> we already know all this. So Amy Coney Barrett said, if you go on Twitter and you're using Twitter and you retweet or like, or you say, check this out, Barrett said, on your theory, I'm not protected. I'm, I'm not protected by Section 230. Schnapper agreed, saying that's content you've created. Yeah, because now it, but but you could say because everybody's liked something, right? At this point, at this point in the world, everybody's been on the internet and liked something. So you could immediately say, well, based on that one like five years ago, okay. that's what's kind of what sold you, your algorithm what, to bring. What, what you if you go to a food? What if you go to a food festival, right? And it's hosted by a coliseum, and they've got food trucks all around the coliseum, right? Is it all smoked meat? Yes, it could be. I mean, according to Mac, it would be. Um, and you go and you get sick from one of the food trucks. And you went to that specific food truck because somebody you know on social media liked it and said, you're going to love this food. All right. You're clearly going to go after the food truck. You're clearly going to go after the person who liked it. Here's the first problem. Aren't you going to also go after the organizers and host the event? And call it a day and just don't go back to the food truck. You already cre you you proved my point what, of what if it what is you? the problem with this what society? If it killed you? What if it killed you? What if it killed your daughter? Then you're not you're not you're that's, not putting that's a lawsuit a different, up if you're dead. That's not what you said though. <laughs> you said you got look sick. like he's, he's like I'm adding caveats. You're dead. You're on the moon. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're talking about the seriousness of this. Someone died, right? Like, so what yeah. if someone you loved died from this food event? Wouldn't you go after anybody you could go after? Most assuredly, wouldn't you go after the person who organized and hosted the event? Well, if, if Google's depends. got in, because, yeah, but, but for but, but, them, the event doesn't happen. Yeah, but let's, let's but I can't let's, hold them. If they organized the event and they invited, you know, a hundred food trucks and we went to one food truck and she died. Okay. I cannot hold the organizers. You say that. The, my, yes, I can't. Right, you're right. Okay. Listen, I should not hold the next level of this. I should hold the next level of this. The same person hosts continues to host these events every new venue with the same food truck knowing it's killed somebody i don't know who you're did, looking did at I, did, I, did I break you guys or something like, no my, the internet <laughs> um with with what mac is saying i think i think then the you're talking yeah willful negligence right if they know that that food truck has caused, you know, death. 
then yes, I think you can hold them responsible at that point. But I think that's back to Grinch's point, right? So let me that's ask after the fact. I can't go back and hold them responsible for something they didn't know about. Yeah, but but come on, that's the whole point, right? Is Google's known, right? Like hold, they know, hold, hold they on, know hold ISIS on. is bad. Have they changed their algorithms? Have they shut this shit down? So let me ask a question. And it's an easy question. Why do we not hold gun manufacturers responsible? Bro, I'm, all, I'm all about it. Why I'm do we not hold tobacco manufacturers responsible? Oh, 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 no. Tobacco manufacturers have been held responsible. I've worked on big tobacco litigation. I promise well, you. And yet they still turn but out. Guns don't kill no, people. No, no, people no. We need people. to clarify that wasn't part of that based on they falsely represented the health Findings. impacts of the product. Well, they were, they were, you know, Joe Camel, right? They were, they were targeting youth and young people. Right. But, but they point also is, were affecting the overall perception well, of its health impacts. Right. Right. What, what and happened again, is documentation came out proving they knew the shit was super, super addictive. And they, they doubled down on that instead of reeling it back in. Uh, but again, okay. Gun manufacturers. How many school shootings have we had? How many mass shootings have we had? I'm, A concert shooting in Las Vegas. Gun but the gun manufacturer didn't kill those people. Yeah, but Google didn't murder somebody in Paris either. That's the point that got made earlier in this show. But their algorithm helped drive people together, which led to those deaths. So my point being, but they were going to find each other something. If they knowingly knew something and they didn't do anything to change it, well, shouldn't they be liable? I mean, are they going to ever that's admit my question. that they knowingly knew something? Does that yeah. they, they it. You can prove it. If, they, if it could ever be proven through documentation, metadata, whatever They're it's going to take. shredding those documents as we speak. <laughs> Bro. Bro, it's all, seven it's all digital. Years no, no, no. It's all digital stuff. now. It's not documents anymore. It's all, it's all, it's all digital all information. cookies and One. footprints. So here again, so my question to you is this. If it ever can be proven that Google knew and didn't change the algorithm, are they not liable? They absolutely would be, should be, okay. should okay. be. Okay, right. So then the next question is, is, if we do that, if we make them liable and all these other companies liable, what the fuck does that do to the internet? Nobody knows. That's the problem. Well, that, yeah, well. To me, that's, <laughs> right. where, that's where I deviate to a degree, which is... I still want my concert They footage. aren't liable for all the content that makes it on. It's what do they do about it once it's identified? Or... There's going to be wording or a trend or something that maybe is a cult, right? That they all kill each other or they go do some cult shit, but it's got a benign name like the flower grouping, you know, like you just don't know to look for it if it's never been identified as a problem. And so therefore I lean towards protection for a company like Google. Mm -hmm. But then if I'm the Supreme Court, we start looking at recommendations for law to say what your obligation is to self-police. What is reasonably what, what's reasonable well, in that regard? My thing is, if I'm a Google or a company like this, if I want people to use, if people want to use my services, I make them indemnify me from any liability if they want to use my product. And that's how you get around this. Well, well, I suspect and, there's and a lot of already, shit. We I was going to say they're probably already doing on. it now anyway. <laughs> yeah. And nobody reads it. I mean, right. how many times have you seen like the user agreement has been updated and you're like, yep. yep. Yep, click. <laughs> Let me <laughs> read that. Not. I actually do read them. Thank you. I enjoy mm. it. <laughs> I want to know what changes they've made. And sometimes, I shit you not, sometimes I don't sign it and I move to a different product or I just don't use that product anymore. If only they would give us patch notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if only uh, they would help against cheaters. Has anybody here ever uploaded material to YouTube? No. Okay. I think you have. Grinch? Right? Nope. Mac? Not, not that I'm legally no. allowed to talk about. <laughs> okay. Well, I have. Um, and there are some Was things. Was it smoked that, meat related? Yeah, sure. Was. We'll go with that. 
But they, they do ask some certain, there are certain questions in terms of your audience and things like that, in terms of when you're uploading, is it suitable for children, oh. things like that. Go ahead. Yeah, when you when you upload, so, so I have it, you know, it worked before uploaded apps to the Google Play Store. Okay. Um, and, and yeah, there is a huge long laundry list of things you have to, you know, does your app include this? Does your app track that? Does your app, you know, do you want to give consent for this? So, so to your point, yeah, Google is doing a lot of stuff on the back end um, to, to try to, to mitigate just, certain just not, things. I mean, you know, there's only so much they can do, I guess. Right. Uh, ultimately, Haas, yes, I think they should be held responsible if they knowingly knew and didn't change anything. But again, ultimately, do I, do I have hope that any of that would be the case? No, because as I cited, gun manufacturers are never held responsible for the fact that they have created a deadly... <laughs> weapon or that can something that can be used for deadly purposes and has been millions of times well then okay so yes know, i would absolutely afghanistan could come back and sue the united states for creating tanks i'm I'm sorry say that again you, you all these countries we go to war with could come back and try and sue the united states for creating you know weapons of mass destruction well, no, if those weapons are used for the use in which they were intended, a military function and so what forth. What do you think a gun's intended for? To kill something. A military, right. And if it's used in a military role, I'm okay with it. But if you're carrying it on the fucking street in a Walmart and you decide to brandish it to threaten me, then I have a problem with it. Oh, I agree with that. That's the. Uh, that's not what the purpose of a gun is, to, to threaten you. No, <laughs> no, but that's what people do. So, uh, but I, I, just uh, don't, I don't want to get off topic in terms of talking about gun, but, oh, 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 sorry. No, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I just say, I, I mean, I'll say flat out, you, you can't undo 230. No, I, I, I firmly you, you believe you have to tweak internet, 230. The internet will, will like go into absolute upheaval without that protection. It'd be fun and it's watch. shit that I'm not even smart enough to know, ask, ask questions about like, uh, I'm reading this article about GitHub. Or you use open software and collaborate. Open source, yep. You create yeah, open source all the backside of things, you know, that help them run. And if that can't run, by the way, GitHub did contribute to Microsoft's uh, amicus brief, explaining what would happen from their perspective, you know, and they're contributing basically a hundred billion to the U.S. economy annually. You know, like that's the kind of shit we don't even understand that would be impacted. And I think these justices know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, to quote Elena Kagan, she's like, you don't have the nine smartest Internet experts up here. That's not why we got these jobs. So, right. I well, think, I, I think I, they're I think ultimately a... going to just put out something that recommends additional guidance or rails or changes, but broadly leave it as it is. I mean, no See, offense, but Amy Coney Barrett though. doesn't strike me as intelligent about anything. And yet she's going to be allowed to rule on this. Because I think, okay, fine, they're not the nine smartest people about the internet, but they're the legal minds that should be, you know, dealing with this. So they the need nine. to bring in the nine right people. smartest people well, about the internet I mean, to I, help inform them. But well, I mean, Haas knows this better than I do, and I don't even know shit about this. Um, but you only get like so us? much time to do oral arguments. It isn't like this case can go on in perpetuity. That's not how the Supreme Court Supreme, works. No, it's not. But the Supreme Court works a little bit differently. <clears throat> and they did interview the two guys who created the two. I think it was one Republican and one Democrat um, with the help of committees and stuff that created. Um, the Decency Act. The Decency Act. Yes. Yeah. And they did, they, they did interview them on what their intents were. 
and the process they used and why they decided to word it the way they did. I the, mean, did they? I mean, hopefully, they interviewed Al Gore too. I was going to say, started the that, internet. That's who you, they, yeah, they wanted to know how to, to spell the word potato, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> he could tell you what's going to happen. I mean, he wrote yeah, the code yeah, for the internet. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny because a lot of this deals with like social media applications and things like that. You're like, Grinch, you don't really use social media. I don't either. So it, that yeah, no, but is YouTube but, not kind of social media. No, no, well, it is, but, but I'm it's smart also enough the to second understand. largest search engine. Right. And that's out how, there and right I, now. And I understand the importance of businesses getting in front of people that right. are oriented by zip code and other metadata that allows me to know there's an like in my Google feed, there's a new restaurant nearby or that an article as it relates to Pinehurst is, I, I, I don't want to know about fucking Idaho. You know what I mean? Like why not? What shit that's relevant to me, which it learns over time. Right. That's based just on your for search convenience. <clears throat> there's also, I guess where I'm going with this is you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. There's a lot of goodness that comes from finding other people that you can collaborate with that are like-minded. Unless you're going to shoot up a bistro be in Paris together, by the act of a group, a small group. To me, that's the stand. That's like the classic. You legislate to the anecdote instead of legislating to what broadly works. And you I legislate know to law, the masses, not to the extreme group. Well, and and I've I've heard people make this argument, and I understand philosophically. Our whole government is based on protecting the weak, the small, at equal level to the powerful. Is what. Ideally, really? Because I don't feel that way. I just think that sounds great as a philosophy. In theory. It's impractical right. in practice. And I and I I pray to God that I don't believe in little G, that I'm never that guy who is under the wheel of justice going, I just got fucked, but yet the rest of society's like, we're cool. You know, so it's not that I can't empathize, like I said with the death penalty. I totally get it. If you're the Gonzalez family. And I apologize to Tahin to Tamne family. I, I know I'm saying Tamine that or Tamne. Um, I get it. I do. Yeah, I, 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 I feel mean, like an asshole for saying for it. Yeah. It's just I, I would do the exact same thing they're doing, I guess. Um, and ultimately, and I, I, I preface this at the very beginning, and I said this is something that hits a little close to home because here we have a show, and we we do espouse our own opinions about topics. But we are on multiple platforms. And if those platforms then get held responsible for the shit we say, they may be like, man, we're not carrying you anymore. And then that changes the dynamic of us being able to do this going, well, nobody's going to nobody's going to uh, put on our show because we're we're questionable in the material that we cover and they don't necessarily agree with our our politics and our views and our opinions. So they're like, we're not opening ourselves up to liability. So sorry, you can't host your your material here. You're going to have a lot of people going, well, fuck, now what do I do? Not just the big businesses that have to cover themselves from liability, but you're going to have the content providers going, where do I put shit? On, on the I flip side, my living I, might, on this. I might even take a step back and say, wait a minute, do I want to be involved in this anymore? Right. From a standpoint of, you know, because we've said it from day one, right? You know, we're four guys just shooting our shit, shooting the shit here, right? You know, we don't. Claim to be experts on anything. We're flinging poo to see what sticks. We're experts <laughs> on not. We're shooting our shit. Yeah. <laughs> as, I, as I mistakenly said to begin with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, again, use your fucking brain. That's what you have it for. Right. You know, be semi intelligent and do some research, you know. And, well, because. Be thoughtful. Yeah, we're discussing the fact that. The, the big tech will suffer potentially on this ruling. 
but it's also going to be the little person that's going to suffer. Well, society's going to suffer. Beca- well, because well, the content creators is who I'm referring to because nobody's going. They're going to be very careful about who they carry since they're now responsible for all the content. If that's the way the ruling goes, and you're going to have people that make a living off of their content, going, I can now no longer make a fucking living. Mm-hmm. Burger King, here I come to flip burgers. Yeah, when, I mean, when, when I used to game eight hours a day and put it on YouTube and make a ton of money, now <laughs> YouTube won't carry me because I say dumb shit. Or, the, or they're going to have to reorganize their business model as content creators. Well, and, and, and I'll say it. it: I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. No, Not everybody should out there be saying dumb shit. Not everybody should have a freaking um, megaphone, uh, uh, a megaphone or a soapbox. But that's what the internet is to some right. extent. But and that's part the, of the problem, right? That's why this needs to be resolved. This needs to be updated and amended and fixed. And we you go, Grinch. Well, we haven't quite had an example of this, but I, I, I would wager significant money it's happened. That you've probably had people collaborate through like the PlayStation Network. Yeah. Because it is a microphone system. And I yeah. get you, it's like, hey, I know another guy. We're going to get in party chat. And now we can talk on what we believe to be a secure system. What well, doesn't have to collaborating be collaborating on a platform? Yeah, it right? doesn't have to be a microphone system. I mean, we can just be even just yeah, you know, it can, WhatsApp. Right. And, and that's you know? why I say, can they definitively you know, prove it happens on Discord? Google is the reason that attack happened. I and I know they're it. going after no, the algorithm. The it. algorithm is is the whole key to this case, right? Because absent that, there's nothing. There's no way to prove it. But they're saying it helped like-minded people find each other. My argument but, is that it probably could or would have happened by other means. I think that's exactly the point, right? It was going to happen one way or the other because you know somebody that's you know dedicated enough is going to find a way to do whatever it is they want to do. All right, I want to ask another follow-up question. Should there be an international law that governs all this, not a U.S. law? What would be the body that that would go to? Yeah, I was going to say who governs United that. Nations. But they don't. They can't. Who, pass who governs law. They, they they do <laughs> agreements. NATO. And, and then you start falling under like uh, diplomatic and foreign relations agreements. I mean, I think versus, I think I mean, you would have to create a new body. Say, it's that a would body have, that doesn't you know, exist. Parts of. You know, every country that, you know, wants to be a part of it, you know, right, so I think it's, of, it's it's new NATO, right? Well, for just well, the Internet. Well, actually, it's it's not even necessarily new NATO. It's more like what was. What was the Mexico, Canada, United States agreement under Clinton? NAFTA. 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 Or the one that was going to be done for the Asian market. But, that, but they got had, all that headwind against it. And that's yeah, really that's more right. what it is. It's agreements that have legal but underpinnings. It, it can't be. It. It can't be small agreements, right? Because the internet is worldwide. Uh-huh. So I mean, it has to be a global, Community you know. And, and, and how are you to get China involved in any of that, right? Well, I, I, mean, I tell you, I get China involved. You lock them the fuck out if they don't agree. I mean, I know Huawei used to be a very big phone and network. Oh yeah, and they've taken a nosedive because of all the information they were gathering and using against people. Yeah, well, so people stopped you know buying their products and they're basically crashed and burned. And then COVID, still, everybody's course, still so. playing on TikTok. So yeah, yeah. but then do you, not, how do you? How do you? No, weigh, I know a lot of people are though. How do you weigh the? Mm-hmm. Con, you know, is is it all equal power shared? You know, like when you look at certain things, like. U.S. and China, U.S. and China hold a lot of sway at the international level. And what is it? United Nations or whatever, NATO, wherever it is. Do all countries that participate in a web agreement. Does Austria get the say? same amount of vote as that a China US, does right? or a China? Yeah. China's well, got a billion plus or whatever. And every nation gets one vote. Well, right now, most likely, if I'm 
if I'm correct on this, if Austria is part of the EU, the EU would negotiate on behalf of all of its charter yeah. members. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but it, on the right, flip side, I mean, you're going to have so you we know, suddenly have a like FIFA US and <laughs> China, or I'm sorry, the you know Russia and China, who are not going to agree with anything that the US wants to do, and vice versa. So you, you're never going to get any laws passed at an international level. Well, well, right, right. Talking about the internet. And I put it in the same category as like the protections. I mean, we simultaneously pr- want to protect our companies, right? So mm-hmm. I think of the whole balloon incident. We blacklisted, you know, five companies in one institution or whatever it was. And China in turn said they were going to like sue Raytheon and Lockheed Martin for arms sales to Taiwan. And it's like, in what venue are you going to sue them? Now we know there's like venues for like the Hague, you know, for certain crimes, right. you know, mm-hmm. like Bosnia, Herzegovina and that kind of thing, like where you have genocide and so forth. But, you know, international business law has a whole lot of other aspects associated with based on where the company resides, where they file and all that jazz. And I don't even, I'm a babe lost in the woods. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to <laughs> relevant, Donnie. <laughs> and, and again, it, you know, it's one of those things in terms of times. So I want I want to keep us on the straight and narrow in terms of time, in terms of time, so we can always revisit this because this ruling is going to be coming down, and I'd love to revisit this topic once that ruling's out, and we can kind of gauge where Unpack we believe things is. might go. Right. I, I, um, well, Don, you're, Frank, you're assuming that after that ruling comes out, we'll still be able to post this podcast. Well, well <laughs> I did true. think I saw, and maybe Haas, I, I don't know if I saw something different that they hope to rule before July. So I, I went to their do- I went to the docket to see if there was some kind of um I wanted to see what the what the actual case looked look like. I mean, holy crap, there's been so many filings just in 2023. Like it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> and this isn't Gonzalez versus Google. Um <clears throat> the most recent entry says February 21, 2023, uh, argued for petitioners, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then for the respondent and this and this, there were ar- there were arguments on the 21st. Um and it says uh, hopeful to have a decision within the next week to three months. Okay. So, well, I, it depends on how long deliberations take and writing up their their uh, opinions, papers, or opinions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because uh, I mean, look, I mean, they're they're going to take time to decide it and talk to and get the facts straight, and then then they've got to write, they've got they've got to draft their opinion papers, right? right? And then they've got to if there's a dissension, there's got to be that, and so yeah, I don't think we'll see anything quick. I mean, the the Supreme Court. Generally, doesn't move quick. And again, it's definitely. Nor do I think it should. No, it's definitely right. something I'd like to revisit. But uh, you know, in terms of time here, I, I just want to be respectful of that. And there is a lot to unpack, and we can go on and on. And that's why I think why a follow up episode is going to be absolutely necessary to this particular topic. But uh, yeah, where it goes, hard to say. We don't have a decision. What they're looking at in terms of their argument, there's a lot there. There's a lot to consider. The ramifications. Um, you know, how this is going to affect, you know, the major tech companies that host a lot of these things, how it's going to affect the content creators that are publishing material that, uh, you know, currently those, pu- those, those providers are not being held responsible for, but potentially can be, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let's, let's wrap this one up. Gentlemen, I appreciate it as always. Anybody got any final thoughts before we bounce? Um, no? Oh, I, do. Yeah, I do. Go, I do. I go. think um I, I think I've kind of sort of tried to state this as well as I could over the last hour and change is that um it's a 30 year old coming up on a 30 year old uh decision. Law. 27 and, years. And, and and so um 
it needs to be updated. It needs to be amended. It needs to be, you know, course corrected and fixed and in, to the current times. How, how exactly you go about doing that? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it's well above my pay grade, but I, I do think, you know, until these companies feel like they have some liability or have a dog in the fight, I mean, <clears throat> you know, it, it, in my opinion, it'd be something similar as Big Pharma not being liable for the medicines they give people. You know, if they knew something was directly killing somebody, they didn't do something. They should be responsible. You know? Right. So the, the, these companies that are hosting this information, they have the tools and the resources to be able to course correct and get updated. And I, and I think, I wish they didn't necessarily be liable. Eh, I don't know, but so, something needs to evolve and change. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent. All right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate it as always. It's been a, the, the hour went by quick hour plus went by fast as it always tends to do here in the studio. Uh, obviously love hearing everything you guys have to say. And I do appreciate your time for all you listeners at home. Feel free to check out our website at dispirituddebate.com. You can check out all of the drinks that we have here. All of our shows are in the vault. I don't even know. There's a hundred and something now, 170 something. Um, there's a lot. So uh, maybe not as much content as YouTube is putting up a day, but nonetheless, there's a lot. But to we're go doing all right. Yeah, right. I mean, you bad. know, this train's barreling down the Nearly tracks. Nearly three years worth of content out there. So feel free to go and give it a listen. If that's not good enough for three you. Three years of this. Hey, huh, if you get fellas? a question about a topic, we can be our own algorithm. That's it. Recommend <laughs> an episode. Yeah, that's it. And we do hold ourselves responsible. Look, at the end of the day, we do kind of hold ourselves uh, legal responsible. Legal says no, we don't. No, we, I don't. We hold ourselves says, nope. responsible not to put out misinformation. Okay, there we go. That's what Le- I'm saying. Legal, legal says we do the best we can as human beings to do so. Right. To make we the most informed decisions, to make due diligence and as as best we can in real time. Exactly. Uh, so you can drop us a line at the four horsemen at a spiriteddebate.com. Any drink you'd like us to try, a topic you'd like us to debate, please drop it there. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If that's not good enough, movies, movies, movies. Mac has a list of movies. It is Mac Bottom 003, M A C B O T T O M 003 at gmail.com. Thankfully, he doesn't currently have to pay for that email. It's free and he checks it. So if you've got a movie you'd like him to watch, put it in that email and he will get it on his list. I don't even know where we're going with that list of movies. If we don't do something with it, what's the point? I'm so still working so on it. So let's them. make I, uh, sure we You got to add cocaine bear. Oh, list. yes, you do. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, no, 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 because this is just, you know, old, old movies. movies older movies he needs yet, to catch so, up. It's uh, an instant classic. Yeah, it's it falls whatever that, that fucking means. <laughs> um, gentlemen, as always, thank you so much. I appreciate doing this with you week in and week out. I love you guys. Can't wait to do this again next week. So thank you. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Always fun. Prost. views, information, or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the hosts or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.